Hi, everyone. It's Fat Billy here. Thanks for coming. Listen to our podcast. If you want more podcasts, you can go to patreon.com slash spoutlore, where you can give us some money. And I like money, so I can buy snacks. Gather round, friends, let me tell you a tale of three heroes, noble and bold. A brute, a druid, and a thief who is but nine years old. You know them by name, you know them by deed. Their quests are famously daring. So here I sit, singing to you an adventure that is worth sharing. Tuck is the brute, he knows not his home, he loves to sing and fight. Fingers half elf, he shifts his shape and wields a spear with great pride. Billy's a thief, his tiny size does mask the largest heart. Best and brightest, they may not be, but their friendship outweighs their smarts. So gather round, friends, and listen close, for the tale's about to start. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Spout Lore. I'm your game master, Sean O'Hara. Joining me as always, playing Tacoma Dome, the Barbarian, Abdul Aziz. Hello, everybody. Playing Ving, the Half-Elf Druid, Paul Oppers. Oh, hi. And playing Fat Billy the Halfling Thief, Jessica Ty. Oh, hi. I didn't see you guys there. <laughs> oh, 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 hi. Hi. oh, hi. Oh, hi. Whoa, oh, hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> when last we left our heroes, they had been received of the present. What? <laughs> What's going on over here? What's going on over there? <laughs> I did not even see you. <laughs> Welcome. It's a good day for a podcast. <laughs> I like this guy. Yeah. Like, who's, this, who's this mysterious stranger? This is the opposite of Borch. <laughs> my name. <laughs> oh, my name? <laughs> You're not stalling, are you? No. <laughs> my name. Beef. <laughs> Beef. <laughs> can't believe abdul yelled at me for 15 minutes <laughs> that we were late in our <laughs> that we were taking too much time, <laughs> we too much time. Abdul was just screaming yeah. at jessica yeah at me only, only, only. only. we were all in the room too but he was just well, giving it to jessica anything. we kept trying to go in front of him and then he'd push us down and keep screaming <laughs> yeah. at jessica yeah um yeah well, sorry, it's because you beef. knew that you I'm had sorry. to spend 15 minutes introducing us to beef. <laughs> beef. <laughs> yeah. You had to get us back on track. Can you say yeah. his name again? Beef. Wait, it was like beef. Yeah. Was, <laughs> I didn't hear that. It was turning the word beef into four syllables. <laughs> beef. Uh, oh, my name is beef. <laughs> <laughs> Your last name sounds like your beard touching the microphone. Well, here's the thing: is apparently I was too rude last episode. Oh my god! So this is the it new wasn't me. Just you. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Jessica looked at Paul. <laughs> oh, I've never been scorned by Jessica. That was amazing. <laughs> Suck it, dumb duo. Whoa. We're getting started okay, okay, early. No, yeah, no, no, no. This is the show now. No, it's not. I mean, it's always been the show. I'm to not going to make a single rude joke this that, episode. That cannot be just true. Intellectual I'm gonna take, jokes. I'm going to take my vulgar and put it back in my. Myself, I'll take the V and put it back in the P. Oh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> all right. There we go. <laughs> when last we left our heroes, I'm just going to read excerpts <sighs> from Infinite Jest. I hope everyone enjoys that. Oh, great. Triple yeah. excerpts. <laughs> <laughs> when last we left our heroes, they had received the presence of a one Oman, the bookworm, who had been sent away months in game and <laughs> one full human year ago from the Isle of Hibernia uh, to answer some questions about the Ilianas, Ving's potential parentage, the history of wizards creating life. I will say it was not months because Ving's gash has a like... Oh, right. Yeah, it's under two months. So yeah. it's like a month and a month. Wait, yeah, we're month halfway half through. Are we halfway through the gash? We're coming up on it yeah. for sure, yeah. Uh, I forgot about that gash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's good to remember. Oh, there's a society of people that want me dead. Yeah, those are the stakes for sure. Oh, I forgot about stakes. But you know who didn't forget about stakes was Tacoma Dome, who took himself to an all-you-can-eat pizza palace in his mind. Oh, yeah. In an attempt to translate the librarian shorthand that Farah Margani had returned upon the wings of Oman, we went to Tuck's uh, mind pizza palace 
to find him surrounded by yet again versions of himself in a variety of roles and uh, disguises, including uh, Master Librarian Farm Margani Tuck. And through a series of roles, successful and not, we learned that the ranger attack on the island of Hibernia and the death of Ileana was also politically motivated as Ileana had pushed a little too hard at the time to try and rebalance the power between the Vox Populi and the Vox Silvi. The Vox Populi, as represented by the Court of the Wood, did not like that, so a number of people wished her dead, which is, saying it now, a shocking revelation, Mm -hmm. as we believed that it was primarily a tragic falling out between Nathaniel and Ileana, but was in fact a politically motivated assassination yeah. that Nathaniel was forced to take part in. Yeah, pretty fucked up. Yeah, pretty screwed up. And it was also Nathaniel's sister that forced him to do it. Yes, we were introduced to Ving's aunt, Solara Van Kieran, Queen of the Sun Peaks, mm-hmm. and de facto Queen of the Great Forest, who was suspiciously absent at the arrest and imprisonment of the party. Ving wanted to know about the history of wizards creating life, which we learned is suspiciously absent from the writings of wizards of the time, generally accepted to be impossible through thaumaturgy. You said it was the Holy Grail. Yeah, if anyone were to figure it out, it would be one of the largest uh, magical innovations of the era. Well, also, I thought you said that, like, biologically, they could. Biologically, they can have kids, right? But they can't create life via magic. I see. Or at least that was the thought at the time. Uh, But there are no written records Mm -hmm. of anyone ever having achieved that. I think it's also like creating a nuclear bomb, essentially. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because if they can create life, then hypothetically they can create like as many wizards as they want. Yeah. Whereas if they're like beholden to like a biological process Mm -hmm. to make kids you can't choose that your kid is a wizard it's just like you have a regular kid because it's like the universe basically chooses yeah exactly any wizard that has a kid that is a wizard is like a billion to one chance yeah then we also learned iliana translates to mother bear and that that family that clade of bear shapeshifters were basically tasked with the spiritual guardianship of the island of hibernia and its connection to the spiritual realm Supposedly also tending to the great bear that slumbers beneath the island, mm-hmm. which led to, yeah, Billy discovering this tied up poem on Oman's body written by a fairy many, many, many years ago, mm-hmm. which read, chains broken became chains forged when moon threw off her yoke. Father Knight was cast away to walk among the folk, which the party interpreted as the gibbous man being chained unwillingly to the material plane. And Tuck interpreted it as Lillian having chained the Gibbous Man as punishment mm-hmm. for his transgressions in the past. And that if he has chained the material plane as an aspect of a god, then he must in some way be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And that is where we find ourselves now. The party aggressively coming out of this state of having read for an entire episode. <laughs> oh, oh my oh, god. Oh, I can't so move. Much. I can't move. Oh, my back hurts so much. My legs are numb. And uh, my eyes like are blind from <laughs> reading. So oh my god, it's like I was looking at Instagram on the toilet for four days. <laughs> yeah, all of our oh legs are numb. <laughs> as you all make that giant groan at the same time, Elman goes, oh, and knocks over an easel on which he'd been painting a watercolor. <laughs> Why am I wearing a bonnet? I'm, nothing wrong with it, but <laughs> oh, I, I, I'm so sorry that I um, I had to observe. It was quite, quite exhilarating. How many drawings did you make? <laughs> There's a drawing of us as dogs playing poker. <laughs> what? What? I wanted to fill the time, but I didn't want to interrupt your process. What happened? What is this creature? It's a bug. Yes, I see that. It's a bug. It's a bookworm. They live at the library in McCall. They use them for like categorization. We've been using this guy to send messages back and forth. The- uh, Billy's like, I don't know if we're allowed to say that. I think Fair's oh, gonna be mad. Fuck shit. You're right. <laughs> God damn it. You, you can you can trust me. I swear you can trust me. This. This specimen comes from the Great Margani Library of McCall. The specimen traveled from the Great Tree of Knowledge and then to the library, and then has come return to the Tree of Knowledge. And as you say, he traveled from the tree to McCall back to here. You hear Oman go, yeah, because he, 
you guys wouldn't stop moving around. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. He probably went everywhere that we've been. <laughs> he did. Yeah. He had to like, find went to you. the goblin zone. Oh, my God. The little muscles around his wings are jacked. <laughs> He's, Your shoulders, buddy. He's wearing a white tank top. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking shredded now. He's got a little thing of creatine powder. <laughs> I have to have this. You gotta refuel. Right now he's uh, foam rolling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Tuck is actually just like flipping him over, trying to find more messages. He's like, I'm sure El- Maresh had some... <laughs> Put something on here for me, a little something for me. How do I know if she's up? Oh, God. Trying to figure out if that girl's up. You know what I mean? <laughs> you keep flipping Oman over, and after, like, after you flip him over, he like flips back onto his legs and unfurls his wings and starts like vibrating a Whoa. little bit. Like, <laughs> and then he slowly begins to like molt. Whoa. What? And the wings that had been written on by Faro, like... <sighs> Well, like, Molt off. They fall off? Yeah. And now he's got like fresh little <gasps> dewy paper wings underneath and a, and a fresh wings. carapace. Oh, oh my God. Cool. Okay. I gather those wings. Keep them safe. Yeah. And he curls up his wings, reinserts them into his body, wraps himself back up, and then squeaky, 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 starts Ew. crawling towards Billy again. I, I pick him up and I put him in my hair, yeah, I guess. Yeah, he squeaks right Is into your hair. Is that where you want to go? Boop, 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 boop. There's so many other worms in Billy's hair. I know, I can't keep track. <laughs> you guys do have two. Yeah. I know, oh. but I've also been collecting worm pets yeah. as we go. Worms, just worms. Yeah. Earthworms. It's just other worms in your hair. Oh, yeah. It's a real problem. <laughs> they real blend one. in really well with his curls. They, they, you think they do. He's <laughs> <laughs> just full of fucking worms. It's really gross. In this. We're like, we have to get him shampoo, special shampoo for that. He refuses to. He says it's goo and doesn't want to let it touch him. <laughs> so, uh, what did you learn? Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Exposition. Yeah, My we, word. We tell him everything, and he reacts. Okay. And now we're back in the present. <laughs> wow. wow. What a theater of the mind we've created. <laughs> I mean, like, I have thought of a lot about, we don't need to rehash yeah. every piece of information every time, but he goes, I, I just have to say, this has been quite exhilarating. Watching you, three adventurers of great renown, investigate your mystery has been, I cannot even say. We need to get this guy out. He places a hand on his chest. Leave the garden? Yeah, no, I could not. I couldn't possibly. Are you not allowed to leave? Well, no, of course. Part of my sworn oath to the order is that I will. I will remain here under the boughs of the great tree until I become one with its roots. Wait, what? When I die, I will be interred beneath the tree as the gardeners before me. Has it always been like that? It has, yes. Hmm. Part of, part of the symbiosis of life in the great forest is that the gardeners learn from the tree. We absorb that knowledge. We return to the earth and the tree recycles that information. But of course, I hope that the tree is in much better health by the time I expire. I mean, wouldn't you want to, if you're going to give it knowledge, wouldn't you need to go collect knowledge to give back to the tree? Maybe that's part of the problem is it, it's just been an echo chamber of knowledge for so many years. There's a whole wide world out there. There's so many stories being told. Have you ever heard of Lone Tree Hill? (laughs) (laughs) About two brothers playing a basketball game, (laughs) betraying each other. Each just trying to be what they've tried to be lately. (laughs) It sounds quite thrilling, but I fear my place might be here. Although I will say that the, the great outdoors does feel quite tempting from time to time. Well, let me tempt you further, big boy. <laughs> and we slide him a copy of Love and Love. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it is dog-eared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and quite stiff. Um, are we doing a roll to, like, get him to rebel? I don't know, maybe. I guess. Yeah. Defy yeah, danger charisma? Fun. We want to, uh, like, inspire with him a hunger that will get him to do whatever the fuck we need it basically yeah yeah. and also i feel like to protect himself at some point because like what if someone finds us and then poor elman gets in trouble Mm -hmm. and like i don't want him like sitting there like a little duck (laughs) yeah it's true yeah give him the like the wings to fly yeah (laughs) we're gonna be the wind beneath your wings (laughs) dude and then I blow in his face. His his long (laughs) golden elf hair blows behind him And he closes his eyes and he imagines a life out 
beyond the walls of the cloister. That's right. Imagine yourself on a ship, wind blowing in your hair. <laughs> the sea s- smells worse than I imagined. <laughs> <laughs> the sea smells exactly like salami. <laughs> uh, if are you? saying that when you leave you'll take me with you i mean if you want okay this is a parlay now okay who's rolling it tuck i mean tuck is leading the combo so okay plus charisma 10 okay nice (sighs) i i can't believe it perhaps perhaps i will leave this place one day I swear to the three of you, and he drops to a knee, (laughs) he puts a hand on his chest, I will do whatever you require of me in this quest to heal this tree. I accept your oath. So it is, and so it shall be. Rise, for you are no longer Elman of the tree. You are Elman of the wandering three. Whoa! (sighs) Start slow clapping. Yeah. And he stands. To his full five six <laughs> and looks up and to the left into a new dawn. And then there's a knock at the door. Oh shit. <gasps> I fucking hide. Oh wait. Oh my god. No, wait, we're disguised. Remember? Oh. You look like a regular ginger boy. <laughs> right. Oh right. You're all disguised as as monks. I, yeah. I yeah. sit around his little tea party that he had set up earlier. Okay. Yeah. Right. yeah. I pretend to drink tea. Ving- oh wow. Goes to the easel that he was painting and puts like, oh starts painting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and Tuck pretends to read. <laughs> what do you mean pretends? <laughs> <laughs> and the door opens, and it is uh, First Gardener Malgath, the the hunched old elven woman in her long vestment. Elven, uh, oh, who are your friends here? Are you? Uh, She's trying to Have recognize we- you, and you can feel Billy. You can feel like your your like disguise <laughs> glamour, like. like He's sitting there with like every muscle clenched Like I'm fine (laughs) I'm an elf (laughs) You must be new You must be old (laughs) She she laughs That I am young man And Tuck goes uh 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 yes we're we're transplants from the city of Vigil. Is uh, are you first gardener Malgath? I am. Well, it's great to meet you. We are from House Van Zumba, transplanted gardeners tending the tree there. Very good. Glad to hear that House Van Zumba came around and sent some folk. It's time for morning salutations. I'm ready. We salute her. <laughs> Slowly salute her. Yeah. Uh, shaky and sketchy looking at each other. Um, she just starts kind of hobbling back and forth as she turns around in a circle in the doorway. Elman goes, come, come along. And you fall into line behind Malgath uh, as she takes about a billion years. <laughs> to walk down the hall <laughs> and we're seeing the cloister during the day so it's morning there are gardeners kind of going to and fro with i don't know what like <laughs> baskets of earth wheelbarrows and, yeah wheelbarrows uh some are just like draped in plants that they're like carrying to different parts of the building mm. there are a lot of guards mm. more than you remember there being yesterday it seems like your infiltration and disappearance in the wall has not gone totally unnoticed Mm. and they are extra vigilant today your disguises will hold unless you do something ridiculous you know what i mean like they won't keep you from all scrutiny forever Mm. and you are led very slowly down the hallway by malgath and you pass you know different chambers you pass what seems to be some sort of mess hall billy the smell of elven cuisine wafting out of the room as you walk past it do you resist it's honestly not that appetizing. It smells like um, bean sprouts. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mung beans? Yeah. Yeah, just Gross. like boiling. Like, yeah, yuck. Let's fill in some of the details of this place. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody give me something that, they, that you see in the cloister as you walk behind Malgath. The kitchen eatery area is like an entire greenhouse. Like they eat mostly raw things and oh, boiled oh, mung yeah. beans. So it's like they have... A greenhouse full of edibles that you just go in and everyone... It's like a salad bar, but everyone's yeah. growing. You just uh, kind of forage yeah, in the forage. greenhouse. Yeah. And then there's like tables kind of placed inside the greenhouse that people yeah. are sitting at. Because mm-hmm. uh-huh. it's not 
they, like the fact that there are a bunch of guards means there's almost more guards here than there are gardeners because mm-hmm. the garden is not like stuffed with monks all the time. Yeah, well, and then because we're at the mess, there's all the gardeners because it's salutation time, so everyone's yeah. coming in eating before the day starts. Or totally, like- yeah. Oh yeah, and Tuck notices that like sort of at the head table in the mess hall, there are like two or three people who are not gardeners. They're like not wearing the vestment vines. Mm-hmm. They're like very clearly like court officials mm. that seem to just be here. Interesting. In the church. Yeah. Very interesting. What does Billy see? Um I don't know. Um weapons? I just, I saw a post of people with like loose hammers and axe heads planting them into fast growing trees and then you get them in like three years to make a new thing and you just chop it off and you have Whoa, it. so there could be like sick. growing weapons because it's kind of in the area where the guards are. Like what, mm. Depending on what kind of tension we want to grow. That's a great idea. Yeah. But maybe it's more like growing tools. Like they're growing their tools for like the tending of the plants here. So it's like. I yeah. Think they, I think there is like sort of not a new but like mm-hmm. slightly newer patch than the tools where yeah. they grow the weapons. Oh right. So it's like this is a more recent addition where they're yeah. getting more militant. I like that. Mm-hmm. Oh the militant wing of the gardeners. Like the sickles. Like yeah. the sides. Oh cool. Sides. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, spears and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, uh, yeah. So there, that is interesting. That is a thing that I think Tuck and Billy would be like, "Oh, there's weapons," but Ving would be like, "There's fucking weapons here. Mm-hmm. Like, why? Gross." And Malgath leads you further into the garden itself, and you come out into another like greenhouse-like structure with a high-peaked roof of branches draped in leaves and ivies, flowers sprouting, but everything with that sort of like just looks a little sick mm-hmm. like a little sicker than normal where um gardeners have been filtering in preparing for their salutations mm. malgath takes her place at the head of this congregation as first gardener and turns to all of you and makes a sort of expectant hand gesture as all of the gardeners <laughs> seat themselves they sit down, they like fold their legs under them and sit kind of, you know, like on their knees. Yeah, we sit like two seconds too late. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're trying to figure out how to cross our legs in the weird way that they did. Yeah, they all sit down as one and the three of you are still standing for a second. Oh, fuck. Oh. <laughs> the vibe of this is when you're at your friend's house and they're Christian and you've yeah. never done grace. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. And you all like are just looking around you. Oh, we're supposed to bow our heads. <laughs> And you oh, close we, your eyes we and can't you can't eat yet. <laughs> yeah. Tuck takes <laughs> takes something that might be a root vegetable, might be a spoon out of his mouth. <laughs> no way to know. <laughs> uh, and she begins her speaking part of this, which is basically just We spend another day under the boughs of this great tree, whose light washes all in the forest and whose roots extend to the ends of the world. We come together in thanks for the shelter of its boughs. The fruits the, of its knowledge. Yeah, the fruits of its knowledge. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're basically doing the Lord's Prayer just a little bit faster than the priest. <laughs> uh, actually, you know what? Roll it, roll it to find Danger Charisma. Six. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. I'm going to help? Yeah, please do. Seven. Oh. Okay, oh. so seven to nine and a seven to nine. She uh she looks at you as you you are like reciting this prayer a little bit louder because you've you'd heard it in the court mm-hmm. and she goes <laughs> and the fruits of its wisdom and the strength of its roots we tend to you great tree as you tend to elven kind and as she says this the branches at the peak of this chamber begin to pull back oh. and the light. <laughs> We actually do that. <laughs> and the boughs and leaves of the heart tree arc above you. And you take in as the morning light reflects off its leaves and off its branches. And you are bathed in the light of a new day. And Vink is actually like caught up. It's beautiful to see it. It's still working in some ways. Mm-hmm. And like to see an element of what he knew. And, it, you know, that is still a, quite a sight to behold. Yeah. 
And as it hits the table, like all of the meals that were there, like bloom a little bit. Mm. Like they, mm-hmm. it's like the last step in like mm. vegan raw cooking. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah, acorns yeah. crack and a sprout comes out. And this appears to be the conclusion of the salutation as everybody rises faster than you expect to. Oh, have okay. To rise. <laughs> and they all leave and go about their work. So we're just leaving the food here. What we're not eating it or what? Well, I don't know why you brought the food in here. This is actually a different room. <laughs> so you guys salutate and eat, eat. where you come yeah. from. This is she. My, Malgath does approach you. I was very pleased. She reaches out a knobbly hand and places it. I grasp both sides of it. I was so pleased to hear that the the old ways, the ways of the garden, extend even still to the boreal reach. Yes. The words have traveled far and wide. Why am I keep lying to this old woman? I don't need to do this. Oh, very good. And I'm glad. It's, so you you consume sustenance during your salutations in the boreal reach. Yeah, they they they. Uh, it makes us get to our work faster. Yeah, mm. yeah it's a real TV dinner kind of situation. Very interesting. Yes. In the Boreal Reach, uh, we have a much more utilitarian approach to worship and gardening. (laughs) Tuck is struggling. But also, (laughs) saying a lot. The, uh, the King Nathaniel, his nature as a ranger really permeates all parts of our civilization. Mm-hmm. It's yes. an always be snacking scenario. Yes. <laughs> always have trail mix in your pockets. A great, a great. Rangers be grazing. <laughs> and then Tuck puts his hands together and bows. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. And she kind of bemusedly goes, oh, it's just that she puts her hands together and bows. That's a nice... That's a nice twist on things. Nathaniel is a great, he is a great leader and a great man. And it has been many years since his presence has graced this place. So I'm glad to have his influence in these halls once more. He is still a hallowed figure among your people, among the gardeners. There are some who have opinions of him that are perhaps unfair, if not untrue. But I have lived many years, and the stories of the Ranger King have always been a source of inspiration and pride to me. Have you ever met the Ranger King? Oh, once, twice a handful of times. It's been centuries since I have left the light of this tree. Did you ever know the woman that he took as wife? Mm. Known to some as Ileana. Yes, Ileana. A true tragedy, that. How so? Well, she meddled with forces that she should not have, and she unfortunately paid the price. Good day. I must return to my work. She very slowly begins walking towards the door. Wait. And she very slowly stops (laughs) and very slowly turns back to you. Tell us more. (laughs) (laughs) You'll have to forgive me. I'm an old woman. What was that? (laughs) Uh, uh, Tell us more of our king and in days past. How did it go back then? (laughs) Fuck! (laughs) Sucks at this. What? (laughs) She seems a little confused. What what do you wish to know? Uh, Tuck drops the pretense and he's like, not many people within the court speak of the ranger's former lover. And it is interesting to travel to other cities and courts to... Hear what others say. It helps as a gardener to interpret the trees to know the history that Mm. people don't want to share. You must understand this is not a subject that is spoken of often or very freely. How much would it take to... (laughs) (laughs) Were we talking money or... (laughs) To instinctively ghost... (laughs) To bribing her? (laughs) 
How much are we talking about here, Mal Gath? Come on. <laughs> Just like, uh, first base, second base. <laughs> you don't want to know how far I'll go, I'll Mal do Gath. whatever you want. <laughs> I'll do anything. I'll do anything. You misunderstand me, young man. She reaches out a knobbly hand and places it on your shoulder. Mm-hmm. I cannot speak of these things. I will not. She pushed too far too quickly spoke of things she ought not have. It would be irresponsible of me to encourage the same thing in others. It's a warning. Now, if you'll excuse me, I must return to my work. But she must side with what Ileana was trying to do, right? I don't know, Who dude. She's, she's first gardener now. Yeah, that's true. She could have She's like part of the overthrow. Yeah, I mean, like, she has navigated a very treacherous political situation to continue to be first gardener over the yeah. last few hundred years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's super shrewd. Yeah, and she kind of doesn't seem it, which it feels dangerous. Yeah, she could be planted by the populi. Unless, like, maybe she knows that there's, like, they're listening. Oh, yeah. Like, like, make no mistake. We're having fun little sleepovers with elf monks and little <laughs> college student <laughs> fun times. You're in a den of lions right now. Like, mm-hmm. you were in the heart of the great forest, <laughs> surrounded by enemies. Yeah, so Billy, um, Billy's like, well, thank you for, very much for the beautiful ceremony. I will go also to my work. I love that Billy's saying this to her as she's walking away so slow. He's saying it like to her back as she waddles away. Yeah. And then she says nothing. So Billy like veers off and goes and finds Elmond. Uh-huh. Who's like standing nearby, near the door basically to this oh. chamber. This old woman, is this the woman I peed on? I put my yeah. arm on yes, the animal? Yes, okay. Okay, it right. is. Yeah. Right. So I want to check in with her. This here. is the old woman you pissed on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Elmond is there. He looks kind of nervous. Um. Did we do something wrong? I, 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 it's, it's hard for me to say. Not many speak of Ileana within the walls of this garden. I, I myself know very little. Are we not allowed to? It, based on the reaction of First Gardener Malgath, I would suggest you express caution. Who are those, like, non-priest dudes who are in the mess hall? Those are delegates of the Sun Peaks. Are they usually in here? No, I have no idea why they would be here. Hmm. Shit. Unless, and he looks to the three of you, <laughs> alarmedly, unless. Go on. Oh, I figured that that would be enough to yeah. suggest that maybe it was, maybe it was connected to you. spell it out for me. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> okay yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I know as adventurers, you're used to um, dramatic pauses, so I'm trying to... Yeah, insert some dramatic pauses into my speech. You did a great uh, job. Thank you. He's read a lot of Dick Adventure Man. I, <laughs> yeah, I see absolutely. Oh, okay. A lot Found of contraband, <laughs> contraband paperback yeah. novels that get snuck into the forest. They're all fan fiction of yeah. <laughs> Dick Adventure Man. So, what now? Is the tree in this chamber? No, the tree is like outside the chamber. Okay. This is like still part of the structure. Yeah, the tree is kind of like on, it's like in the center, but it's kind of on its own. Like the cloister and surrounding areas, I imagined were like the roots of the tree kind of come out a bit. Yeah, so like that. It's more attached to the roots than the tree. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's a bit of a walk, I think, from yeah. like the cloister to the tree. Okay, yeah. not like an hour or anything like that. I imagine uh, the garden is almost like the size of like Ross Bay Cemetery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, quite large. Yeah. So if you were to enter like the garden to see the tree, mm-hmm. it's very obvious that you're going to see the tree. Yeah, like yeah. it's the garden, like the the tree is right in the center. Yeah, and mm-hmm. the and they've given a ring of space around the tree, mm-hmm. and even over the years as the tree grows, like really slowly, they'll move the structures back to oh. keep giving it space. Cool. Oh yeah. Oh, and that's a huge celebration when they move it because it shows that the tree is growing. Yeah. 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 But maybe it hasn't happened for a while. Yeah. And maybe some of the some of the parts of this of the of the cloister seem like old. We like they on, should have moved a long time ago. We are on old stone yeah. still to this day. Mm-hmm. Then so what next? I feel like either we have to distract if we want to go to the tree or we have to do it in secret mm-hmm. somehow. And what are we hoping to do to tree hack into it? Like we already communed with it. You already looked at it. 
Uh-huh. Like, what else are we going to do to it? We still don't have all the details of what's happening with the tree. Yeah. And we need to figure out what the Gibbous Man did to it to cure it. Yeah. And we need to cure it to fix elven culture. Mm-hmm. And then we need to do that to overthrow <laughs> the the court. Yeah. And then we need to do that. To get to- my gash. To get your guest done. Mm-hmm. Um, is there like a library or like a place with records in this area? Yeah, oh, Emily goes, oh, um, yes, there is. And it takes you through the, the hallways of the cloister, past some guards who are like, you know, as people walk by, they look very vigilant. Oh, so I just start saying stuff that I think is very elf-like. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, <laughs> why, yes, the, the mung beans were quite the, quite the nicest a uh, uh, clump of beans I've had in quite some time. Mm. Fresher than the ones we had last week. Yes, laryngitis. Yes, <laughs> yes. I also like mung beans. <laughs> Elman locks eyes with a guard and says that. <laughs> and I look forward to the beans of tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> the beans of the day after that. <laughs> I, bronchitis, love the beans I eat every day. And I, Giardia, am, <laughs> uh, am aware of the beans that have passed through me. Amen. <laughs> may it nurture our great tree. And may it be. The evening, evening sky <laughs> Time. Look, looks down, down upon me. me. And I bet the guards are like, all right, they're like, <laughs> mm, <laughs> all right, guess this is elves. <laughs> they do love mung beans just like me and my missus. <laughs> uh, and Elman takes you to a chamber that is absolutely full of shelves, and those shelves bear endless pine cones of varying sizes and he goes this this is the archive i suppose or as it is called amongst the gardeners the conery uh, conery do the, you read them yes yes and he takes you to a pine cone and much like the the leaves and fruits of knowledge trees that we've encountered in the past the pine cones are covered in runes whoa oh cool hmm and then Tuck picks it up, doesn't see the runes, and he's like, you can make a cool bird feeder out of this. <laughs> Do you have any peanut butter? <laughs> he gingerly takes it from you. Please, I would request that you be exceedingly cautious in the conery. <laughs> Many of these cones are older than even First Gardener Malgath. Hmm. This place is a trove of knowledge. Is there a pine cone that talks of Gardener's past? Yes, I'm sure it does. Discern realities. Nine. Okay, one question off Ooh, the list. Can I aid? You can indeed. Ten. Whoa, ten. Holy shit. Ten yeah. and ten. Thanks, Billy. No problem. What should I be on the lookout for? What should you be on the lookout for? Because you were talking about finding a record of Gardner's past. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so sort of using the um, the natural, not quite library-esque, but more synergistic organization system that they have here in the Conery. He tracks down a cone that contains, according to him, a great number of just names and tenures of first gardeners, starting from now going back 2,000 years, 3,000 years. Is Ileana on that sheet? Ileana is not on the sheet. Ooh, she was scrubbed from the histories, maybe. Mm-hmm. She's or just notably she absent. Was not. Technically a first gardener. Well, we do know that her vestment was different, denoting her as someone else, which to you would further reinforce the political motivation of her killing in that, well, I'm giving you a lot for this, but I feel like I just want to say it anyways. Her vestment must have denoted the fact that she was a wizard. What? They knew it at the time? I thought the whole point was that they didn't know that. But why wouldn't they know it? Because back then, wizards weren't like hated as it was pre-exodus yeah it was pre-exodus we keep forgetting that yeah so like they existed just openly so she was a wizard gardener or she was like a um an advisor because sometimes i think wizards were advisors to like whatever they were hired for like whatever they could do yeah because she obviously had some sort of special ability to commune with the tree and talk Mm -hmm. to the tree who's really in control here Mm. oh shit that is a very good question 
this is another book. Like this was this was some time spent with the list of first gardeners and some contemplation on your part and some reflect probably some conversation in the room. Mm-hmm. Some hushed like what the fuck? It's mostly you and Elman, me and Billy are like playing. <laughs> Just throwing cones, cones back and forth. <laughs> Go along. <laughs> no. Good throw, Billy. <sighs> Elman's like panting. <laughs> it's easy you doing this. They're they're delicately handled. It's just there. They're just pine cones. They're just little pine cones. Yeah, exactly. They're just pine cones. Don't worry about it. Who is really in control here? I could use my tiger's eye for this. <gasps> okay. Sick! So this is going to give you in the immediate sense. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. I like that. Yes. So yes. You can just tap into your eye of the tiger. Yep. And you find yourself. I go, shush, 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 shush. What? Who's really in control here? <laughs> And he's about to answer me, and then I put my finger over his lips. <laughs> and you close your eyes uh-huh. and make that connection with first gardener Malgath. And she is uh, speaking to the two representatives of the Sun Peaks. If they are here, I have not deduced where. Well, you must find them as soon as possible. They must be detained, says one of the members of the Sun Peaks. And the other looks. Uh, menacing. <laughs> Finely dressed and menacing. <laughs> like that guy that people like from the Thor movies? Like Tom Hiddleston from yeah, the, the Thor oh. movies. Oh, yeah. There's- Tom Hiddleston, but an elf. He's got the very high, like, widow's peak, the mm-hmm. long, dark hair, elf, classic pointed elf. ears, very pale. And his robe is, like, sort of, like, very neat. It's yeah. like yeah, I don't minimalist. I, I think he, yeah, I think he. It's so minimalist. It's not even really a robe. It looks like it's made for him to be very mobile. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's kind of armor. It's kind of Ooh, clothing. Cool. Yeah. So sick. Who's this guy? <laughs> who's this mysterious stranger? If Tuck was watching this movie, he'd be like, "Who's this guy?" <laughs> he's got thing by either side of his head, and he's holding his eyelids open, staring into his eyes. Whoa, Whoa who's that? <laughs> Tilts Ving's head towards him more. <laughs> Let me look it up on IMDb. <laughs> Whoa, he was in Cougar Town. Cool. Um, so they are discussing. That they are looking for people that may or may not have infiltrated the garden mm-hmm. and that the Sun Peaks representatives want them detained immediately. Uh, shit. That means they're going to lock down the tree if we can't get <gasps> to it soon, probably. Shit. Yeah. Very well, I will have my guards spread out and maintain their vigilance as your agent <gasps> conducts his investigation. <gasps> and then the uh, menacing looking elf stalks off into the halls. You have one more question. I mean, valuable? That seems to make sense. What's valuable to us? Or what's about to happen? (laughs) That one. What's about to happen? You would guess based on where you know, well, how fast you know Malgath can move, where she must have been speaking to these people. Six to seven hours before she gets back to the mess hall. Well, uh, you've you've got about six to seven hours before she makes it back to the mess hall, but probably within five to ten minutes before someone checks the conery. Oh shit! What do you do? Get the hell out of here! Let's move. Mm-hmm. Okay, we need to leave the library immediately. Mm-hmm. And okay. we uh, are you going back through the door into the the corridors, or are you trying to find another way? Is out? there any way out of this library, the conery? I uh, mean, Alman looks around and sees like windows in the vines, and you know places to hide. Nothing that I've known, but. You three are quite cunning. I'm sure you could discover an alternate route if you so chose. The alternative is that we continue the farce that we are just regular guys and like try and shuffle our way into the garden to get to the tree before this guy finds us. Mm -hmm. Just like pretend to continue to be these, (laughs) continue to be laryngitis, bronchitis, and giardia. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then try to like get to the tree Mm because it feels like Mm -hmm. it is kind of just a matter of time before they find us. Mm -hmm. So like we have a window now. Yeah, I guess if we tried to escape and failed at all, we would really expose her. We're opening ourselves up to exposure. Yeah, totally. Okay, we got to make a move towards the the tree in the garden. And we are totally disguised. We don't look like ourselves at all right now. No, yeah, exactly. Don't. Yeah. Okay, let's get out of here. Okay. I'm um, nonchalantly. Yeah, so you nonchalantly leave the conery. Too slow, walking too slow. <laughs> yeah, I'm, t- I'm moving my shoulders a lot to look so nonchalant. How's everybody moving nonchalantly as they leave? Um, The elves have like little 
storage areas and like shelving and stuff like that kind of throughout the garden that keep tools and hats and things mm -hmm. so billy gets a little hat and uh um, a shovel uh -huh. and he's like oh, i think i will uh weed the garden near the tree i think i also will weed the garden near mm. the tree he locks eyes with another guard while he says this <laughs> sounds like you're just making a beeline for the tree as quick as you can 100 percent. yeah great uh okay what would the role for this be? Perilous journey through to yeah, oh. yeah. To, like a short journey, but perilously uh -huh. just try and stay. Yeah, I like it, it. It is perilous waters. <laughs> I, I like that. Like that a lot. Uh, so perilous journey, as we know, we need a, somebody to scout ahead, someone to navigate, and someone to manage provisions. Yeah. Oh, I could oh. take provisions. Okay. Yours is like all of the shit that you're carrying. All the shit I'm carrying. Also, I'm like, okay, like I uh, make sure like. Tuck doesn't look too wide and, and Ving yeah. doesn't look too oh, right. princely. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta okay. manage the illusions. Yeah. His finger keeps going up his nose. What what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then who's scouting ahead? I'll scout. Okay. So that means Tuck's navigating. I'll navigate. All right. So scout ahead is two D six plus wisdom. Eleven. Oh. Okay. Nice. So you choose two from the list below. You get the drop on whatever lies ahead. You discern a beneficial aspect of the terrain, such as a shortcut, shelter, or tactical advantage. Those two. Okay. Uh, navigate. Okay. Is two d six plus intelligence. Great. Six. <laughs> <laughs> I aid. Two d six plus bond. Eight. Okay, so that makes it a seven to nine, which means you choose one from the list below. You happen on a discovery missed by the scout. The going is slow or you wander off course uh, or you encounter a danger. Uh, encounter a danger. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then, okay, so manage provisions, 2d6 plus wisdom. Oh, oh no. Jeez, snake eyes. Snake eyes. Three. So you mark XP and the GM makes a move. Ooh, could I use a fair child? to turn a failed roll to a seven to nine. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. All right. Okay, so the party consumes the expected amount. So you're not going to get anything great, but you're not going to get anything terrible. Yeah. Okay, so we're moving as a unit. Elman, absolutely terrified, trying to keep it together, be so cool and, and espionage -y. Just a gardening unit coming through. Yeah. We're just here to garden and go outside and weed the trees. Mm -hmm. That's what we do. And <laughs> the guards turn around to like watch Elman go as he's being really loud. And Billy, you're momentarily distracted by all the stuff you're carrying like your big hat keeps falling over your face and you mm -hmm. drop your little trowel and you look up and for a second all of your illusions are like gone holy and shit you go, oh <laughs> fuck how do you how what does billy do when this happens to um, maintain them he coughs really loud to try to cover a fart um, <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> um, but obviously he coughs and then farts okay and at the cough is when you guys like your disguises come back yeah and then the guards look at billy when he farts <laughs> <laughs> to, to draw their eyes away so that they don't catch you guys looking like it's yourselves. a long fart too you <laughs> 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 cough so they look at you yeah. and then you <laughs> yeah it's the perfect disguise <laughs> Oh, I really filled up on beans this morning. I don't, I don't think I soaked them long enough. <laughs> Silly me. It's a rookie mistake. Oh, you know, I've, I've done that myself. Morning after next. Yeah, I which mean, means two mornings from now, I'm going to do the same thing. I, you know, I might be right there with you. Excuse me, boys. Well, carry on. And uh, as you're scouting ahead, Ving, you see this sinister looking elf mm. he, he's like walking very arrogantly i would say is the way he's kind of got like you know his shoulders back his head kind of tilted and he's like sauntering through the corridors this is the danger that tuck sees mm -hmm. so you okay so you get the drop on whatever lies ahead that is the danger that tuck is spotty goes oh fuck there he is and ving you know it's not like you instinctually know where to go because you know the place. It's you instinctually know where to go as a man of the of the wild. You're like, oh, there's a predator. Whoop, go this way. Okay. And you find yourself basically on the threshold of the garden itself. Your shortcut is, hey, here's the garden if we want to go in here. Mm -hmm. We don't necessarily have a reason to go in here. We don't know what will be through this threshold if we do go. We should probably go in here. <laughs> <laughs> uh and you're just you're trying to duck away from this uh this sinister elf altogether oh yeah 100 yeah, yeah. percent. and you are in garden elman says i this is quite dangerous 
Is it, is it beneficial to you if I come along or should I stand guard here and perhaps give a signal if I see some sort of threat approaching? Yes. If you could cough, fart and let us know if anybody comes, that'd be great. <laughs> cough and then fart. Yes. And not at the same time. Not at the same time. It doesn't work that way. Okay. All right. I will, I will stand here and I will, he like kind of just moves to the side of the door within the garden itself, but like peeking through and goes, I will cough fart if danger approaches. And Tuck like clasps him on the shoulder and he wants to give him strength. So he hands him a trowel and he's like, this is a tool, but it is also a weapon of your order. And then Tuck kisses him on the mouth. (laughs) (laughs) And you pull away and he is beat red. But he grips the trowel so tight, you hear his knuckles pop. And then as as Tuck pulls away, he goes, I trust you. I trust you. And, and then Tuck goes, cool. And then he, lo- he walks away. <laughs> and we, we oh the God. camera stays on Elman as he grips the trowel with both hands and watches Tuck walk away. And now we are in the garden. The rays of the sun peek through the branches of the heart tree as much as they are able. Mm-hmm. As the massive canopy stretches out, not only over the garden itself, but over the entire city of Hartwood. Is the garden like pretty lush? I think like we were saying, like there's space around the trunk itself that is kept relatively clear Mm -hmm. or at least was in days past. But there is a circle around that is full of plants. So this is like a walking garden. So it's like a butchard garden. Like these are cultivated plants. Mm -hmm. Very cultivated. Okay. Is Is there anyone else in here? Uh, not that you can see, but it's a pretty big spot. Okay. So there might be people working on plants or in paths that you can't see or on the other side of the tree. Is there a path through these, this garden? Discerning realities. 12. Oh, holy fuck. shit. Yeah, 14. Bing's crushing it. Uh, okay, so you get three questions. What should we be on the lookout for? What you should be on the lookout for is that you do hear some voices kind of in the distance. Um, there's people in the garden. Whether uh, friend or foe, no way to tell. What here is not what it appears to be? As you're walking along this path, you're like, oh, there are people here. Like, you hear the voices and you're like, ah, okay, well, you know, stay cool, stay cool. And you do sort of pass by a small, like, two or three gardeners who are doing just gardener work. And you recognize one through your disguise as Nesh. Oh, shit. I don't, I don't remember who Nesh is then. Is he he's not a, the kid? He's a ranger that works with Nesh. Wendy. Yeah. Thank you. The young man. <laughs> yeah. Yes. He's our friend. We don't know don't now because Wendy betrayed us. Uh-oh. And he, but he can't recognize us right now. No. no Your disguises are fully in place. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. God. What's useful or valuable? What's useful or valuable is... Um, Based on the voices that you can hear and the things that you can see with your elf eyes, you think that if you were to go, like you've basically got a path in your head through this walking garden to get out of sight of most of the people in this garden to get like a closer dash to the tree. Like if you were to go straight towards the tree, great, you could go all the way around to the other side, but you will be in like open land if anybody does see you. Hey, I feel like, I feel like it doesn't, Tuck's talking to you too, guys. He's just like feel like it kind of doesn't matter we just need to get to the tree as quickly as I possible so too. Mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that guy is hunt that beautiful dangerous leopard of a man is hunting <laughs> us <laughs> he will find us eventually so we need to just get to the fucking tree mm-hmm. yeah okay let's go okay can i like trap expert first or oh something? yeah absolutely oh. you can trap yeah. expert yeah 12 12 okay so okay. you get three questions is there a trap here yes what activates it I mean, the easy answer is getting too close to the tree. So Billy is on like the edge of uh-huh. like the garden section, like the plant section of this place. It also feels powerful to Billy. Exactly. Yeah. So Billy like stops, like mm-hmm. you stop everybody and you can feel that there is like, it's not as simple as approaching the tree. Mm-hmm. What does the trap do when activated? I think if you approach this tree improperly at its peak, at like the height, what you know about trees like this, especially old, ancient, powerful knowledge trees is they can reject you completely. Mm. Like you will be unable to approach. You will be unable to glean any of the information. You will be unable to communicate. It will just not be interested in interacting with you at all. And you think that because this tree is sick, yeah. it would be even more dangerous. Um, what else is hidden here? What else is hidden here is as you are like feeling this power, mm-hmm. you feel like cold ancient wind blowing from a deep dark place you feel that chill 
uh, rolling off the tree itself, Mm -hmm. suggesting that there is an opening. Okay. I tell that to Ving. Hmm. Okay. Okay, so Ving's going to use Thing Talker to talk to the plants at the edge of the garden. Mm Mm-hmm. And ask them to create a diversion on the other side of the garden. Okay. And I'll offer up some magic water I brought from the well on Hibernia. Whoa. Oh, cool. As a, uh, not parlay, as a... That's a parlay. Parlay. Yeah. 2d6 plus charisma. Four. <sighs> Jesus, fuck. Okay. Something's happening. Uh-uh. Uh, you offer the water to the plants of this place and what yeah what do you like say to them i mean give me give me path i am here to help the forest i want to cure the blight at the heart of wisdom Mm. if you help me i will help the forest at large there is no help there is no hope the darkness has taken root and nothing can pull it from the soil I'm going to try anyways and put the water on the ground. And they, they, they hungrily drink it down. Yeah. And it is gone into the earth. Nothing. You, f- you feel like, a, well, not nothing. You feel something happen in the, in the soil, but it doesn't feel reassuring. But you do notice that same hunger that you felt in the tree when you tried to commune with it yeah. is affecting the plants in this place as well. Is Tuck feeling anything like in his chest being so close to the tree? I think so. Yeah. I think that once you like, especially once you've entered the garden, you've been feeling this like sense of dread, Mm. this like nagging background sense of doom. Like it's just, it does not feel good to be here. To be here? Yeah. Am I getting like, I feel like I might be getting kind of sick being in here. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like he's, like, having to hold it together. Like, if you looked at him, he'd be, like, flop sweat and, like, yeah. kind of green. Uh, Yeah, I guess, like, Tuck kind of, like, he feels the sense of dread, and he sort of tries to hone in on it. Because mm-hmm. he could see, like, Ving, like, talking to the plants, and it's kind of, like, feels like it's not going well. Yeah. And he's, like, fuck, we don't have a lot of time. We have to figure something out. Mm-hmm. So he, he uses TLC. Mm. Oh, smart. To try and like mediate a connection like through this like sickness that is like infecting him while he's in here. Yeah. What does TLC look like in your disguise? Did we talk about this? It's like a little trowel. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Copper trowel. Yeah. It's a little copper trowel and there's like a sheath of burnished gray metal on the front of it. And there's like a little pommel of like. A little purple stone on the back of it. I like it. It looks like I bedazzled a trowel. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Got to customize your tools, man. Yeah, that way that you know they're yours. Fuck, I feel like shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go for it. Okay. Wait, what are you rolling? TLC. Oh, you're using the move TLC. You are initiated in the old ways, the ways of sacrifice. Choose something your gods value, gold, blood, bones, or the like. So it's destruction for TLC. Yeah. When you sacrifice those things as per your rites and rituals, roll plus wisdom. Here we go. Fuck. Uh, Negative one. Fuck. No. Fail. Yeah, because I still have that debility to wisdom. So I, that's a five. So I fucked that up. Shit. Uh, What happens? Well, the thing that Tuck knows is he has to like enact destruction. And the thing that he has that he feels like is connected to this whole thing is the obsidian coins. So he takes one of the six that's in the bag and he Uh uses TLC to just like smash it against the ground. Okay. So Billy is kind of doing like a spiritual overwatch, (laughs) more or less, like (laughs) keeping an eye on the, on the metaphysical layer of this. Mm -hmm. Um, Ving has just attempted to commune. He's trying to uh, keep an eye out with the the plants. He's trying to like convince them, but they're sick and twisted. And you've poured this water into the earth, this spiritual water. And Tuck smashes the coin, and that bitter wind that Billy feels rolling off the tree intensifies. Mm-hmm. And as this water soaks into the soil, the spiritual water from the Isle of Hibernia, signaling to the tree and the sickness exactly where you are, oh. the ground beneath you begins to fissure and shake. Oh, shit. 
and you fall into the earth. And as you fall, you hear a cough and a fart. (laughs) (laughs) You just did. And I think that's where we're going to leave it. Really funny. (laughs) Okay, yeah, that's great. Okay, great. I'm your game master, Sean O'Hara. Joining me as always, playing Tacoma Dome, the Barbarian, Abdul Aziz. So long. Playing Ving, the half-elf druid, Paul Oppers. Take care. Playing Fat Billy, the halfling thief, Jessica Ty. Bye, everyone. Thank you, as always, to Aaron Reed for our incredible intro and outro music. You can find all of Aaron's original music at aaronreed.bandcamp.com and all of the music that he has produced for the show at soundcloud.com. Uh, you can also join us on Patreon with all of our other supporters from around the world to get access to stuff like a whole bonus campaign set in the High Spear Mall featuring the cool treat kids. You can get merchandise. Uh, you can get stories. Store writing, the almanac. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Postcards. Postcards. They're sent to you in the mail. Yep. Uh, lovingly addressed by me <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Wait, that sounded really mean. I didn't mean it like that. All the fucking time. All, the fucking all right, time. I'll address one. No, it's fine. Uh, we send out merch at the Monarch tier. Mm-hmm. Um, this month. We sent out keychains. Mm-hmm. Oh. We're kind of behind. Mm-hmm. We sent out some really cool keychains. But they had a, 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 a tag in it that talked to the computer and then leads you to a website. Like a MySpace page where all the cool kids hang out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Actual magic. Oh, and uh, this month I'm going to be sending out some t-shirts. Oh, yeah. yeah. More t-shirts. T-shirts yeah, for the t-shirts. monarchs. And then uh, at higher levels, ga- things like a monthly game GM'd for your friends and you by myself and or abdul aziz mm-hmm. uh, so if you want to check that out check us out at patreon.com slash speltlore or speltlore.com slash money please and last of all thank you to all of you for listening we'll see you next time and so ends the tale of adventures three who tried the best they can though dumb and scared and lost they be for times abreast in revelry Though our journey may be like a conclusion, we will.